When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. I really appreciate you coming back and listening in on what I hope is helping you and your business be extremely successful. Today, I wanted to talk about the four F's of success. That's family, fitness, finances, and friends. I recently read a great book called Mr. Schmooze. And I was so excited about reading this book because I love the name, number one, because we all kind of schmooze in our business. But it was kind of interesting to see, you know, exactly what Mr. Schmooze was doing throughout the the book in his practice. And I just wanted to share some things that came to light from reading the book. It's not everything that's in the book. So if you pick it up, you're definitely going to learn some more things. But one of the things that really set a tone with me was that... We really need to, he has a great graph in there. We really need to discern whether someone is really helping us in our business and in our personal life and helping our growth, or whether that person is someone we wish was helping us in our personal life and growth. So he has a wonderful chart in there where we rank everyone from one to five, one being no effect whatsoever on our personal or business life, and five being extremely effective and we don't want to lose them in our personal business lives. So for example, maybe my mom, for example, in my personal life, she is a five. She is great for my life and everything for my life. But from a business standpoint, she might be a one. So her category would be considered a five, one, or if you're looking at ratios, be a five colon one. On the flip side of that is a state planner that I work with. She's very professional. She keeps telling me not to send her thank you notes because she just wants me to take care of her clients. And so for her, she's a five on the business side and a one on the personal side because she really doesn't want to have a relationship, you know, a friendship or relationship. For her, her ranking would be a one colon five. It's real important for you to determine this because we might be, and I'm sure we all are, spending time with somebody who is not a 3-3 or a 3-4-5-5. So we really want to analyze that. And I'm taking stock of that right now, looking at people and saying, really, do I like them? And really, what are they doing for me in my business? You know, I might like a real estate agent very well, but they aren't helping me with my business. And so in that sense, I certainly want to have the personal relationship with them, but they're not going to be someone who's going to be part of my inner circle, you know, that I'm going to refer business to, et cetera. 
Let's talk about family. Um, and so this was part of the book as well, just talking about, you know, balance. And we hear this a lot in business now is, you know, balancing our time and time blocking and time compression. And all of these are really, really important for us to succeed financially, but also in our personal lives. I talk to so many loan officers across the country that are just, I've said this before, cats on a marble floor, but I get stressed. My chest hurts when I talk to these people because they are just so chaotic. And if your life is like that, if your business is like that and your family's taking a second position, you're not going to make it very long. And if you do, you might die while you're in the lending business and not have a life afterwards. And that's really where I am in my business now is after 33 years in lending, I'm to the point now where I don't want every deal. I don't want every relationship. I just want a better quality of life. And I believe I've probably mentioned this before, you know, the difference between having a quality of life versus a life of quality. So imperative that we're spending time having a life and not just making mortgages every part of our life. These four F's of success, I hope will help you balance that a little bit better, even though, you know, I don't like balance. So the first is family. You know, this is number one. I've talked about this before and everyone talks about it is that you have to have at least two weeks of vacation, at least. Most loan officers that I pal around with in my circle and a lot of us are top producers and we've come to that point where we understand that, but we take four and five weeks of vacation a year. And the reason why is that it's not because we have all this money. It's that we have time because we've built teams or we have time because we have learned that business is business and we spend 110% during business hours. And then after business hours, it's about family and relaxing and decompressing and checking out from our mortgage business and really re-energizing ourselves. And hopefully you've heard of the story about the axe, about sharpening your axe. It makes us more sharp when we have that downtime to sharpen our axe and instead of just going at it with a dull axe all the time. And also in our business, we tend to go on vacation and still do business. So two weeks, and if you're going to take it one week you know, in the spring and one week in the summer, and you're going to work the entire vacation, and that's really not a vacation. So you really need more vacations, right? So the first thing is family. I would just recommend that you start thinking about that. Here we are. I'm actually recording this June 1st. So here we are at halftime. We're almost to the point where we're at the end of the second quarter in the first half of the game, and and it's time to reassess. And, And if you want to, you know, finish out the year really, really strong, The first thing you want to start thinking about is what kind of vacation am I going to take for the balance of this year to keep myself sharp? But also next year, what are my vacations going to be? Book the hotels, book the flights, book the cruise, pay for it, deposit it so that you know it's going to happen and make sure that you get vacation time. But that's just part of the family time. The other part is don't miss your daughter's recital. Don't miss your son's basketball game. Those are first and foremost. Everything else will happen around it. Please don't be afraid to explain to your clients that you already have another appointment. I hear a lot of loan officers in my office explaining that, you know, I'm really, really sorry, but I have a game that I have to go to, but maybe I don't have to go to it. I probably could meet with you. Let me see what I can do to adjust. And you know what? 
it's none of their business. You have an appointment and your appointment is with yourself to work out, to get your nails done, to go play golf, or that appointment is with your family. It's none of their business what you have going on. You simply just need to say, you know, I'm already booked. I already have an appointment at that time. So when would you be available another time? So the first thing is the first F is family. You've got to book your family first and your personal time first so that you can work your business around it. Jim Rohn had said once before, yeah, if you build your um, success around your business, then your life will be imbalanced. But if you build your business around your life, everything will become balanced and you will truly be successful. Number two, fitness. Okay, loan officers, we eat bad, we don't eat, we scarf, and we don't work out. It's amazing what I see going on. Fitness is so important to our mental and physical health. Making sure that part of your time blocking and time compression and management of your life has to include time for you to exercise. I know everybody hates that word, (laughs) but it really will, you know, enlighten you. It will clear the air. If you've all been following me on Facebook or, you know, you see me in other different places, you know that I am a ballroom dancer. I do ballroom dancing, all the Latins and all the swings. I dance anywhere from four to six days a week, and I dance anywhere from one hour to four hours Anytime that I'm going to dancing, depending on what the schedule looks like at the studio itself. So I take personal lessons. I do group lessons. I go on field trips with the studio to dance clubs. And it's amazing about dancing is that I have to completely check out of lending because I'm concentrating on my steps and my neck and my hands and my posture and and all of that. It has been something that has just changed my life as far as giving me a release. And I do it on the way home every day so that by the time I get home, I'm not the stingy, grouchy mortgage person that we all can be when we walk through the door. So that's important. And the reason why I'm sharing all this for you is that, you know, with as much business as I do, with the four companies that I own, I still have time to work out. It is so important to your health. Whatever your passion is, whether it is playing tennis or being part of a basketball league or a softball league or it's running, please, please take the time to put it in your schedule first and then business around it. Okay, so now let's move on to the third F, which is finances. You know, as you know, I do a lot of teaching, especially to realtors, and I'm amazed at how many realtors own one house. They don't own two or 12 or 100 or 500 homes. They own one house, even if they do that. Some of them rent, but that's okay. They might have been new, but it's amazing how somebody who is selling a real estate property can tell a seller or a buyer that this is a fantastic time to buy, and yet they're not buying the product. And to me, that's like someone selling Mary Kay and saying, no, it's really good. Mary Kay cosmetics are fantastic. I don't use them, but you should buy them. Instead, I use Estee Lauder. I just think that is ridiculous on their part, but guess what? It is on ours too. I have found that many of us in mortgage lending don't have more than one property. And 
This is, especially guys, let's be real. We change jobs frequently. Now there's a handful of you that have been in the same place for a long time. Even if you are in that same position at the same company for many years, I challenge you or I ask you the question, do you own other real estate? Do you do what you tell everybody else to do? You tell everyone that mortgage rates are great. It's a great time to buy. And you're talking specifically about mortgage side of things, not the real estate. And yet you don't have any real estate. Think about that a little bit and think about, you know, whether or not you truly believe in your product. The other part is that I hear a lot of, not you, but I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, making so much money and making all this money and, but what are you doing with it? Is your money working for you or are you working so that you just have that money? I can't tell you how many times I have been to conferences and happy hours and things like that with other mortgage people that just taunt and brag and show off a $10,000 watch. Are you kidding me? That $10,000, and this is just my opinion, okay, but that $10,000 can be the closing cost for a rental property, can be the actual down payment for a rental property that brings in income for you for years and years to come, not to mention the appreciation. You know, and if you're trying to be a, whether you're a certified mortgage planner, a certified divorce lending professional, certified mortgage banker, the whole strategy and why you're listening to this podcast is to make yourself better for your clients, to be a strategic financial partner to your clients. And yet all of these things that we're telling them we're not doing as much as we need to be. Now, if I'm preaching to the choir, fantastic. Congratulations to you because you've figured it out. But if you haven't, if you haven't bought that first rental property, it's time to get on the ball. We are in a business, and as I was saying before, where we change jobs frequently, and again, for those of you who have your job a really long time, that's great. But for those of us that do change jobs, more frequently. What are we doing with that 401k? Are we liquidating it? Are we rolling it over? What are we doing with that 401k from all the different positions that we've had or the different companies we work for? If you're liquidating it, that's bad news. If you're rolling it over and continuing to save, fantastic. Now, I would say if you're liquidating it in certain markets, taking a penalty under certain situations and circumstances for the purpose of buying investment properties, then that might be okay. But hey, you're the expert. You're the one that people are coming to and asking that question. So you can answer that question for yourself. But the thing is, we are not going to have a pension plan. Most of us are not going to have a pension plan. And at the pace that we're going with not balancing our time, with not time blocking, with not putting our family first and our own physical well-being first, we are going to find ourselves working till we're 80 and 90 years old to continue to have the money come in under the lending umbrella. And we know that we're paid very well. I get that. But none of it matters if you haven't put a really good plan in place to have sustainability on the other side of lending, when you're out of lending one day, when you've built this huge team that you can leave a legacy to and that you don't even have to be at the office to have things work well. And if that's your plan, 
But I would say to you that it's really, really important for you to one, save, get involved with your 401k or your Roth IRA, you know, whatever your financial advisor advises you or what you think is best for yourself. But please start investing in buying properties. It's really, really important, you know, to have that passive income. We've been chasing the deal all our lives. Wouldn't it be nice to be able to go out to the mailbox and just have income coming in when we're finished with lending or to supplement lending when we have good and bad times? Because, you know, we all have, I shouldn't say peaks and valleys. We want to try not to have peaks and valleys, but we do have rolling hills. There are times when, you know, things are a little higher, things are a little lower. There's not a one of us that closes the exact same number of loans every single month. To have that supplemental income is incredibly important. Enough about finances. Oh, you know what? I do want to say one more thing. I love Dave Ramsey. If you've not listened in on Dave Ramsey, shame on you. Here's why. You need to know what Dave Ramsey is about to help guide your clients. That's why I first went to Dave Ramsey, but then I drank the Kool-Aid and I'm a big Dave Ramsey advocate. You're going to find if you've not done this so far, if you've not listened to him or gone through his class, which is less than $300 for a six-week class, you're going to find that you're going to pick little nuggets out that work for you. You may not agree with everything he has to say, but you're going to pick out nuggets that work for you and that can really change your financial life and even your outlook will be different. The other thing is read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. I'm not going to put any of these books online, Mr. Schmooze or Rich Dad, Poor Dad or access to Dave Ramsey's website. You can look all of those up. But read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. It will change your mindset as well. And that combined with the Dave Ramsey look, oh my gosh, it's going to change the way you look at everything in your business and really look at your business as a business, not something you go to do every day. Okay, so the last thing, friends, when it's all said and done at the end of the day, we might need a cocktail, right? But we need to spend time with our friends. Just as I said with reading Mr. Schmooze, the book, Mr. Schmooze, we need to rank everybody one, five, five, one, three, 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 four, three, five, get everybody ranked so that you know where to spend your time to rejuvenate yourself and spend time with people that are truly your friends and not people you think are your friends. Spend time with people outside of work that have nothing to do with business or something to do with business. If their rankings are three in the three or four range, hang out with people that you want to have a relationship with. Because even if you're getting a bunch of business from a realtor who's a five and you rank them as a three, four or five in personal relationship, you want to spend time with them. Don't waste your time going to a concert or anything else with somebody who you really don't want to be friends with. Yes, you might want the business, but Business time is business time, and personal time is personal time. So if you like them, spend time with them and learn from them and share ideas on how they spend their time and how they work their family into their schedule and what they're trying to do in finances in their world as well. You can be very lighthearted. You know how to do these conversations. But I just want to share those things with you today because it just have so much empathy and it's really sad to see how our industry runs around and physically, financially, and with our families and our friends, everything is sacrificed for that one 
client who's shopping us anyway. And it just drives me crazy. I wanted to share that with you today. I hope this has been helpful. I hope you got one little nugget that says, you know what, Jen, you're right. I have to change things. I've got to move on to bigger and better things outside of lending. Make sure that my lending business and the money I earn in my lending business is the stepping stones for what I want for my life in the future. So go out and make it a great day. I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.